Okay. Hello everyone, uh, welcome back to uh, three different ones. This is us, uh, I'm Stefan, this is Graham, this is Travis. Uh, tonight we are jumping a little further back from where we were uh, the last time you were with us, uh, back to the early 80s, and we'll be taking a little dive into pornography by The Cure. <laughs> An album came out that came out in a, a pretty pretty seminal moment in the in the trajectory of this band, and we're going to get to that later. Uh, as for, uh, you know, let's start things off with our personal experience with this band, and for me, it all started with a very old South Park episode in which Robert Smith, lead singer, front man, kind of the, you know, the, the first artist that you think of that is associated with The Cure, he cameoed as himself. And at the very end, one of the one of the main characters screams out, "Disintegration is the best album ever." So when I heard that, I immediately looked that album up and found that there is a song on that album called "Disintegration." It's about eight and a half minutes long, and listening to it, uh, this was in early high school for me. I did was not particularly a fan, and I think the biggest reason for that was I did not. And frankly, still don't like the sound of Robert Smith's voice. Uh, it is not, it's just not something that I, I, I enjoy hearing. There's just this, I don't know, I, I don't know, it, it's not, there's just something to it, just a little, little petulance to it that I, just does not sit well with me. And that is, that is definitely something that I think kind of affected the way that I, I hear the, the, the music for The Cure, the way I heard this album, and yeah, my, my, my opinion of them as a whole. So, Graham, take it away. Am I an idiot for uh, disliking that voice? Or, uh... Well, I, I, never, I never really got tired of his voice until I heard this album. Oh! Um, there were times... Oh, hot take right there. there. There were times when, and we'll get into it, but I thought, you know, he needs to take a little bit of a break and let kind of the, the band do some stuff. Like, there are a lot of lyrics in this record. Um, but generally, I like Robert Smith's voice. I like The Cure. Um, Which I have ties to The Cure. Or this album. So, um, this album I don't know very well. But I do know, um, you know, I know the hits of The Cure. I've dug a little bit into them. Like you, I saw the South Park episode and thought I've got a download disintegration so i bought that on itunes listened to it on my ipod um you liked it you know i i had kind of mixed feelings like it's it's very uh it's a long album it's a double album i think it's like two hours long Jeez. could that be right i think that is for right. an hour and a half disintegration is not the only long song on there that's about eight and a half minutes right so I, right i think that's I feel like their songs typically are longer yep. yeah one of the one of the common themes with the cure that i'll touch on is like they'll repeat stuff like <laughs> like it's for better or for it, worse. It's, it can be a cool great right. effect i mean to um you know kind of let something build in tension yeah i was gonna say i i feel like that's not that they have any kind of electronic elements but i feel like that's kind of like an early Mm. Like, I don't know, just, they were one of the first to do it, like just layer on layer on layer on layer. 
like, all right, here's this. Let's add another layer over it. All right, let's add another layer over it. Just, and I think that kind of gives you that long five, 10 minute sure. song, you know? Sure. Just and building and building and building and building, which is kind of funny because on this album, which I'll touch on, I feel like it did the exact opposite of that the entire time. So, so yeah, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll just conclude. I'll, by, I'll explain later. I'll, I'll yeah. just conclude by saying that, yeah, I'm a fan of, uh, you know, a lot of the singles. Like, I love In Between Days. That's my favorite Cure song. Um, I mean, I think Friday I'm In Love is a great song. Um, oh, what's the one? Fascination Street. Yeah. I mean, they, they write some great melodies. I think, uh, you know, they have a cool sound. Robert Smith is a cool guitar player, kind of unconventional, um, very minimalist and um, simplistic, but he has a very distinct sound. I mean, you know something is the cure when you hear it. Right. So I, I wouldn't say I was super knowledgeable about them other than listening to a couple records um, for checking out pornography this week. <laughs> Pornography, the, the album, the right. record album okay. by The Cure. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah. Travis, what's your uh, history? Um, so, kind of like y'all said, I was familiar with the hits. I'd say the two songs that probably got me into them was or were Just Like Heaven and Fascination uh -huh. Street. I think those were the first two that I heard. Definitely Just Like Heaven, the first. Yeah. But... Fascination Street was kind of the one I came to on my own. Yeah. I would say sometime in my teenage years, maybe later teen years. Mm -hmm. and I really liked it. I loved the bass line in it. And, and played bass for a little while. It kind of drew me to that song. But apart from that, to be honest, I didn't recognize a single song name off this album. I don't think I've ever listened to anything off this album prior to this. So I was kind of excited to dive into it. And it it was different than what I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it's a, it's a real <laughs> famous album of theirs. Yeah. Right? Apparently the best-selling one, which I find I, hard to believe. I see this album come up on so many lists of like, oh yeah, man, if you're listening to The Cure, you got to check out this, this, and this album. Right, and, and, and when, when we made our lists, everybody put this album Yeah, this was our second unanimous choice, for with Sea Change being number one. For 82, um... Graham was nice enough to send us a, a website that tracks like the most popular albums of each year. And for 1982, I want to say pornography was in the top three on the list that I that I saw. Yeah, that's you know? be besteveralbums.com. I yeah. it's a good website. We're, it is. we're not affiliated with. No, but, uh, it's great. You should check, check it out. out. Check yeah. it out. Yeah, yeah. I I've been looking at that for like over ten years. I'm just starting, and it's. It's great. It's so cool. It's like an aggregate score of like all the lists that are out right. there. Like they take Rolling Stone and you know whatever else is out there. Yeah. Kind of average them and say what's the best album of this year, right? According to all these people. You ready to get into it? I think so. Sure, man. I think so. So we talked about the the length, their songs, and the, the you were talking about how like the the duration was kind of had the opposite effect of what you expected uh, you know the first song is called a hundred years you know what uh did, did it did it feel like it took that long to get through? you tell us what do you think i i think 
I feel like I can't a thousand really, years. I, I gotta apologize to y'all for <laughs> dropping the ball on this. I meant to look this up. If I was producing like a schlocky B action flick, the opening slide for this song with the drums and it, I, I thought it was like a cello or some kind of string section that jumps in uh -huh. for the opening credits for a, like a thriller movie. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. It's yeah. so fast paced and it just totally captures your attention and listen, I, I I don't want to come off as like a hater of Robert Smith or The Cure. I mean, they, they've been, they've massive, massive longevity and a a ton of fans so do respect i mean i thought this song was the perfect way to start an album and it definitely captured my attention it just hooked me right away i mean everything it, it just it it built just like you said just stacked on top of each top of each layer and uh i i i liked it i liked yeah. the song and uh for someone who is does not have a lot of experience in the cure i mean it, it just it, it grabbed me right away so i so it didn't feel like a hundred years. I don't think so. No. That's good. Yeah. Grant, I, I actually wrote down hundred years in parentheses. Feels like it. Oh, it did feel long. <laughs> and uh, I wrote that it's six minutes and forty-one seconds. It was. Yes. It's, oh God. Yes. Yeah, it's a pretty long track. I also noted that there's not really a change until about five minutes thirty seconds in. <laughs> um, but initially, I was like, man, I love this sound i love the the feeling of it um you know that i think that that little drum intro is cool yes the little kick drum thing more on him later yeah yeah it's funny you say that I yeah i have a talking point about that and I, I was like you know this is definitely 80s production but i still like it it's not like overproduced it's cool um you know the song i'm like i, I like the feel a little too long and repetitive for me um you know, it, it was, I thought, one of the better songs on the album, honestly. Like, yeah. I was, uh, you know, I didn't, I don't think it's a, a great song or even a good song. Um, but, uh, yeah, unique. It's that Cure sound. It's dark. And that's what they're going for. I feel like I'm going to have a review complete opposite of you guys yeah, on yeah. this album. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Do it. Um, I'm ready for it. Let's hear it. So the first song, I did not like at yeah. all. Yeah. Not at all. First impressions, I was like, okay, this it sounds very dark. I can tell this album is going to be very dark, very down. Um, and it definitely was. I really did not like the fan of the drum or the fan. I really didn't <laughs> like. The sound of the drum, yeah, at all. I, I don't know why it was so off-putting for me. Like it, it was driving me nuts the entire time, and I was ready for the song to end. <laughs> and honestly, I was like, man, I, I don't think I'm gonna really like this. Just if this is how the drums are gonna sound, if this is the mix that's gonna carry on, because they seem so like distant and small and mm. like really compressed. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it. it I don't know how to explain that very well, but you like one of the more powerful. It just uh, sounded like it had like that much frequency. You know what I mean? Like it yeah. wasn't wide open. No, it was real no. small, and yeah. I don't know. I, I did not care for the first song at all. Yeah, that's, that's, 
the 80s and not having like a huge budget, I guess. But I, I do have some comments on the drones that I'll, I'll say later. But yeah, I mean, it, it definitely felt like 80s. And I was like, I was like, that's that's kind of a cool drum part, but right. it's, it's definitely like 80s and just uh, it's reduced, like like you said. I mean, I I was right. I was okay with the drums, but yeah, it, it does not have that like that booming like sure power, power sound that you know definitely typified the rock era. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not like it's my favorite drum sound by any means, but no. it's just like oh, that's so 80s, that's so pure. It was so 80s, but like it still bothered me because I yeah. I love the 80s. Honestly, sure. like I love the '80s, and I expected, you know, like a real drum machiney drum sound, oh, yeah, but like yeah. it still just bothered me. Yeah, I don't know why. yeah, yeah. Well, in yeah. keeping with the uh, the theme of uh, you know, the length of these songs, a short term effect is the next <laughs> right, song. I up and, on that uh, too. Yeah, um, the uh, the thing that really. It weirded me out and did kind of bother me about a minute and 50 seconds in the guitar starts to kind of meander and starts to kind of trail off into these like yeah. it, it breaks with the rhythm and starts to have this like this kind of twangy quality to yeah. it uh just gets really disjointed from the from the rest of the song and i thought uh, up until that point i I thought it was okay. Yeah. Honestly, the, yeah. the, the, the I, power chords introduced uh, the, the start of Robert really Smith's part. Odd. I, it, it it started off okay, and even um you know you you heard me trash Robert Smith's voice. I mean, there's definitely this was we 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 can cover this more later. Robert Smith was at a very dark point in his life when they decided to write this album. I mean, the, one of the reasons he wanted to write this album was to kind of like exercise all of the depression and the fatigue and the all, all the problems he was having out into music and i think that, that really does come through in in this song it has a vulnerable quality to it and it, it I, I think it works you know even if you don't you know you don't want to hear him as a like a, a soloist it, it works for this band so gotta got, gotta give him props for that so i i thought that this uh kind of it kind of lost me midway through but i'm i'm it, it it's an okay song, and, you know, short-term effect. Graham, any any thoughts on this one? So, um, my notes on a short-term effect were... Short-term. A short-term short effect um, began with, this is a shorter song, okay? <laughs> um, so, yeah, maybe they're alluding to that. Next note, cheap drum sound. <laughs> There you go. And um, so I, go. I guess I guess I d disliked it more than I remember. Um, it really bothered me. Yeah. Oh. Really, really bothered me. Yeah. Um, and for this song, I, not a lot stood out to me, but it was at that moment I realized, okay, this album and these songs are mostly about the lyrics. Yeah. There are a lot of lyrics in this record. It's a good point. And yeah. um, I'm not a huge lyrics guy. I right. know, Travis, you said you're not. I'm so definitely much. not. Yeah. Um, and it, you know, it just kind of reminded me of poetry. Um, you know, just a guy who's got a bunch of poems. And it's like, let's find a an atmosphere <laughs> to kind of put this against. Right. Right. Um, and, you know, with every song, it's like, okay, there's kind of a cool vibe, a cool... Um, atmosphere that they're creating but it just kind of goes on a little too long and there's not a lot of variety 
Which is what I... Yeah, That's I, a recurring theme with this this album, yes, isn't it? Yes, And lo like you said, you know, the background of the album is... You know, I think Robert Smith is like 22 at this point. Yeah. Like, like they, made they made Disintegration like seven years later. Yeah. In the um, end of the decade. And, you know, the band's about to break up. Um, I think in the Wikipedia it said that, you know, a lot of the recording sessions were fueled by... Lots of alcohol and LSD. Uh, it, it, for anyone looking for like an, an inside uh, view into this album, I highly recommend Jeff After's book, Never Enough, The Story of the Cure. There are some extremely candid interviews with Robert Smith and I assume some other members of the, the band or the production staff who worked on this album. Uh, th this is where I, I found all of my background info on this album. And I think most of that... Most of that Wikipedia article is linked to the, the PDF version of that book, so should check that out. Uh, Travis, you you you, know, you were bothered by a short-term effect. Anything? Hey, <laughs> I was also bothered by this song. I at this point in, I was like, okay, I'm over two. This is this is gonna be tough. That's okay. um, some of the things that stood out to me, and I want to say there were maybe two or three songs on this album that I noticed this on. The tempo seemed like a hair slower than it naturally should have been, mm. if that makes any sense. Like, I felt like it should be this way, and it was like two or three BPM slower than that, and it was driving me nuts. That's like, gonna, I couldn't, uh, like, comfortably move to the song. Like, it wanted to go faster? Like, it was forcefully slower than, okay. yep. like, how it should have naturally yeah. progressed. I've got that. Yeah. I've got that on a later song. Uh, me too. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, yep. I liked the bass line, so that was a redeeming quality. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, very 80s feel to it. A lot of odd stuff going on with the guitar in the background. A lot. It just kind of seemed random and, yeah. you know, just kind of all over the place. Disjointed a little bit. The. So the first song in this song immediately i noticed a theme that lasted throughout this entire album there's tension that is never relieved <laughs> it it it's never cut it's never resolved yeah. Yeah. it's like it builds to a point that it it never resolves from yes no. and it drove me nuts yeah i was like just on edge like okay when is something gonna happen and it never did at this point yeah yeah <laughs> it's... I'll, I'll get onto that more later but um and then I also put some of the sounds in the background made me feel like my hearing was going in and out, like I was in and out of consciousness. Like that's the impression it gave me. Like when I had my headphones on and I just closed my eyes for a little bit, I was like, I feel like I'm kind of going in and out of like, you know. Is that the repetitiveness of it? Like you said, like coming back. Almost like, like a, imagine like your blood pressures at like. 50 over 20, you know, like you're kind of in and out of consciousness. That's how I felt listening yeah. to this song. Yeah, it could be the repetitiveness. There, there are also a few studio effects that are a little bit uh, disorienting. Yeah, no, that's disorienting is a good way to put it. I mean, that at this point in time, I was not very optimistic about what was to come. I'll yeah. say that. That's fair. Yeah, I, that's fair. Yeah. Well, Good thing we're coming to this one, though. Uh, Graham, you you pointed to it er, uh, that the third song has to be the best one, and this is our only single from Pornography. The Hanging Garden, um, 
you know, it, it, it opened, uh, it makes sense that that was the, that was the single from this one. Uh, the, the, I think the opening was pretty strong. Uh, for me, it kind of, the, the lyrics were noticeable because there were so freaking many of them. And I gotta tell you, the chorus on this one really lost it for me. I, I did not like Robert Smith doing the bop, bop, I don't know what right. who, whose idea that one was, whose acid trip that one uh, spurned, but <laughs> I yeah, I, I think Probably it's not. it's kinda got it, it's some some catchy uh instrumental parts in the verses, but uh you know, honestly it, I I'd rate the song as just okay. You know? Yeah, yeah. Any any thoughts? It didn't uh you know, wasn't a great song. Um, you know, <laughs> I did write "Voice Begins to Annoy Me." Oh, <laughs> um, that makes me feel a little better. And you know, the the reason for that is I feel like with a lot of these songs, the way he comes in is like the same. Yeah, it's like shouting. Yeah. Um, and again, I, I don't dislike Robert Smith's voice in general. I just think that this album is very repetitive, um, almost like a representation of what they were going through. <laughs> that, uh, <clears throat> you know, like you said, tension. Oh my God. <clears throat> yeah. I also noted, you know, this song has a little more structure. Like there's a little more variety in it compared to the others. So right. just kind of this droning same part re repeated over and over <laughs> there's a little playing with studio effects um you know i kind of noticed that with every album like there'd right. be something kind of cool in the intro or the outro right but every song was so long another note i made was you know what kind of drugs do goth people do and like what present day or what or the, the equivalent just, was just in the back 80s then, well i was kind of wondering like what were these guys like doing back and yeah, the Wikipedia article told me alcohol. And I was going to say, I imagine yeah. lots of drinking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the only thing I could think of was like alcohol. Definitely not like pleasant um, yeah. feelings. No. Um, it does not come through in the, the songs. Because it's clear the that they're. So it came through in the it, songs. It's clear that they're going through something. <laughs> yeah. And it's like. Oh, no, no. I mean, like not the pleasant oh, yeah. feeling thing. It's yeah. like that. Not a. Not a. Not a lot of Molly going right. around. And it's like. I, I just imagine the people who are really into this, because this is a popular. I was going to say, I know some people are like devout yeah. oh my followers of this album. This, this was so. Uh, totally skewed the the critic and fan line on this one critics yeah. i mean like us just massacred this yeah. album and a lot of people hated it and for the diehard fans of the cure uh, even those who like the the like the <clears throat> the new wave sound they adopted after this album they love it yeah. they love it and it's kind of a Say what you want about it. Um, it was kind of ahead of its time. It was one of the, it's considered an early example of what is now called just straight up gothic rock. Right. And uh, I think that kids now that are kind of in that angsty, uh, pessimistic phase of life, this is, I, I think this is a still popular yeah. amongst them. Yeah. And yeah. I can see that. That, that wallowing sound though, it, uh, it, it you can feel it. <laughs> sure, sure. 
I, I do wonder how many how many kids who are like in school are listening to hear this album. I mean, I, I I guess I hope some. Right. You know, mm-hmm. rather than the all because you know, cool band. Yeah. Um, better stuff than you know some of the other goth rock I've heard. I guess I haven't heard a lot of gothic rock. Yeah. I can tell you. Not yeah. A, Typo and and, and uh, yes, I love Typo Negative. Yeah, nice. we might check out an album there as well. But Ro- Robert Smith, I read, kind of uh, resents the whole you know goth rock thing. Like he's like, we didn't like set out to be that. Yeah, you know his hair and his makeup kind of <laughs> made people. I feel, um, like, I feel like that's a that's kind of associated with that whole sure. subculture now. And at one point he, you know, cut off all his hair and that was all over MTV, like Robert Smith cuts his hair off or whatever. Um, in defiance of God's kids. distance from that. Anyway, um, so did we say all we wanted to say about Travis, you got anything on that? Uh, yes, actually. So I liked the feel right out of the gate on this song, mm-hmm. especially nice. coming from the previous two tracks because I had little to no hope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so nice I thought that was a nice change. It was a lot more upbeat than the tracks that came before it. Yeah. Um, it bothered me in the sense that it just built and built and built and built and it never resolved. Yeah. The tension was just, yeah. I put in my notes, hit the damn snare. Yeah. Like it was just. Kick, 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 kick. I'm like, please just. Mm, it something. never happened. And I yeah. just irritated me. Yeah. Um, one thing I did like, you were talking about effects. Yeah. The way when <laughs> when he said fall, 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 with the headphones, I noticed it like distanced. Mm. Like I felt like he was falling as he said that. Yeah. I could hear it go further away from me. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of a cool sure. touch. Like I just imagine him in the studio, like backing away from the mic as he's saying it, or like the mic moving away from him. Right. I was like, okay. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of a cool touch. That is so actually some silver lining in. Yeah, there are a few this. things to kind of keep you engaged. So I'd say track three kind of got me semi optimistic for what was to come. Mm-hmm. Which, if y'all don't mind, I'll I'll get yeah. into the next one. Go ahead, man. Siamese Twins was hands down my favorite song. Really? Yeah, hands down. Yeah. I love this song. Why? Like, first listen through, I was like, I'd listen to that song again right now. <clears throat> yeah. And it I it takes a lot for me to initially like a song like mm-hmm. on the first run through, and I, I did. Yeah. I. Any anything in particular? Like, the tension never resolved in this one too. <laughs> that didn't bother you? I don't know. I just I I just really liked the it's song. It's a change like, of pace compared to the first. And this was the first song that it was like, okay, you're gonna have to start listening to the lyrics of this album. I mean, granted, it was very slow and like mm-hmm. they were very prominent. I had no choice. Yeah. But I just I liked the feel. I liked the arrangement. I liked the song a lot. Yeah. I didn't think it was going to be my favorite when I heard it, mm. but looking back on it, I think it was my favorite. Yeah. Any idea what the that first like ringing sound at the start of the song is? It it, it doesn't start with like the drums and then like like the others do, where it's just drums. I have to listen to it again. It, it was a weird like ringing sound that I I couldn't find out what that was. Man, it it's not fresh on my mind, but maybe a synthesizer. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say. Uh, 
that's the pretty much the answer for a lot of these instruments. Yeah. Yep. But I don't know. I'd, I'd have to listen again too. Stefan, what do you think? I liked the guitar part. Uh, I thought it was a pretty simple beat. I, I did think it, it was just a little bit too long. And like you, this was the one where I, I, I was hoping for some kind of change by the end, but I, the, this is where the, the repetition was really noticeable for me. And this is, I feel like this is kind of a recurring theme for me on, on pornography, that, it, that it, even when I, I love the intro and I love how it starts, it just, it doesn't, there's no climax to it. Yeah. <laughs> there's no moment where it just, it, it hits that apex and you just could get some, some kind of relief from it. And this, this was the, the point where that really, it kind of graded on me a yeah. little bit. I, I wanted there to be some kind of resolution to this. And See, it, like, I, the tension didn't let up, but, like, I felt like this was the most genuine, like, mm -hmm. lyrically. I was like, okay, like, yeah. I don't know. I, I felt this one yeah. a I, lot more than everything else that came before it. I don't know why. Yeah. The, this it, song just, it seemed like just complete desperation. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, he was... It, like you said, his vocals sound kind of the same on a lot of this stuff, yeah. but it almost seemed like he was just like crying out in mm -hmm. desperation, but it really worked in this song. Yeah. Like in the others, it was almost semi-obnoxious. Right. But in this, it was like, okay, right. it fits. Right. Yeah. Not I mean, to interrupt you, sorry. No, you're good. Uh, yeah, you're good. You, you've liked this song. I want to hear it. Um, Anything to add? Yeah, I mean, my, you know, this was the fourth track on the album, and it was kind of the first time there was, like, a change in pace for me. Like, it was a little slower. You know, I I think the drum and bass sound kind of worked for me on this. Like, there was a more interesting drum and bass thing going. It's a little slower, laid back, compared to the others that are just so, like, intense, right. like, punching yeah. you in the face. Yes. Like the note choices. Yeah. That's what I really liked about it. Yeah, and I feel like with a lot of these songs, you know, they start off and I'm like, okay, like, here we go. And then <laughs> it never goes. Yeah, because that's their thing with this record. It's like it doesn't, it doesn't resolve. It know? never takes off. I don't know if that's the just, representation of just where they were at or where Robert Smith was at, where it's like, man, I'm just done with it. Like, I mean, he was... He said that he thought this was going to be the end of yeah. the cure. Yeah. That this was that the band would itself be over, and the bassist uh, Simon Gallup did leave when this was finished. But uh, yeah, he he went in thinking. I think part of my French, he he considered this the the fuck off album. It was like this is we're going to yeah, do this, too, yeah. get this all out of us, and we're going to you know, on our separate ways. Right. Which is. Not really what you want to hear when you're going into an album. Like, no, like, I mean, I'm guessing checked out that was that was probably not his pitch meeting to the recording studios. Right, right. This is for the for but, the book. But yeah, I read that quote as well, and you know, the, like I said, you know, I like the song a little better than the others before it, but I also wrote, you know, it got a little boring. Yeah, yeah. Didn't have the finish. Yeah, I was hoping for. Yeah, so so far, you know, these four songs, I didn't think like, oh, this is a great song, but I'm right. going to go back and check it out. Yeah. The figurehead. And then we flip to the other side. And uh, I, I know you, uh, you, you've you said how you did, did not care for the drums. I, I got to tell you, I, I think Lowell Tolhurst did a, did a pretty good job with this album. I, the fact that it is, the drums don't have that overpowering sound. I, 
I kind of like that. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with the, the drum kind of having a more subtle touch to it. And I thought that it, you know, the rest of the, the, the rest of the sound for the band, it, it, it built off him pretty effectively. Yeah. And uh, in this one, it had those kind of those droning guitar notes that just sort of hung in the air. Mm -hmm. And there was a lot of, I had wallowing under my, there's a lot, a lot of wallowing. Keeps coming up, yeah. yeah, it does. It, it, it's fitting, but yeah, that that was a that was something I I picked up. I I didn't even really factor in the lyrics on on, on this one. I, I was kind of I, I was distracted a little bit, yeah. but yeah, that was I I think it's I think it's pretty good. Yeah. Just, so so um you know at first. My thoughts were like, oh, I, I like this better than all the others so far. But it's, again, it's a six minute and 15 second song. Um, there was kind of some variation in this one though. Like I think around the two minute mark. That's, I put that in my notes, yes. but weird progression at yes. two minute mark. And I was kind of, my ears kind of perked up. I'm like, Same. oh, cool. Like this is, it's coming. This is the change. This is the cure that I'm more <laughs> familiar with where, you mm -hmm. know, there's, there's, melodies and hooks right um you know but yeah again lyrically it's just a lot like a lot of poetry um yeah i did write sounds like emo poetry which you know for for lack of a better term i mean you know expressing your darkest feelings yeah um you know, maybe this wasn't a record that was made to, you know, be enjoyed in the car or... Period. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it's just to re represent a just feeling. It's, a, it's a, Commiserate it's, more than anything. Yeah, it's it's art rock, which, you know, 100%. it's like take it or leave 100%. it. If this is kind of how I'm yeah. feeling. Raw emotion. It's yeah. not for you, it's for me. Yeah, yeah. and it's, it's effective in conveying that. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Um, you know, and one lyric that I noted that I, I kind of liked was, I will never be clean again. Yeah. I was like, yep. man. Yeah, that, was, out. that yeah. was that was rough. Yeah. yeah. Trav, any thoughts on the figurehead? Um, strong drum and bass intro. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I liked that. I had put heavy, like yeah. the song started really heavy. I was like, man, okay. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Um. I noted the weird progression around the two minute mark. I liked it. Kind of perked up, like you said. Oh, there's yeah. some change coming. Yeah. Um, and then I also put, like I had mentioned in the previous song, vocals kind of sounded like a desperate cry. Mm. You know, kind of following the theme of, I hate to use the term whine, mm. but like it just almost kind of seemed like a, a whine. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Everything's real dragged. Yes. And all. Mm -hmm. Yes. Just wow. Which, I mean, hey, if that's how I was feeling, he conveyed it pretty effectively. Yeah, no, absolutely. It, that's it worked. It LSD was Dean Heineken. <laughs> Heineken. Was it Heineken? I don't know. That sounds terrible. That sounds yeah. That's a yeah. It's not really a combination you read a lot. Like when you're reading about the Beatles making Sgt. Pepper, it's not LSD and alcohol. Dude, that would make for a strange day. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and it, it what shows. a transition that was to my favorite oh, song. I didn't, I didn't even catch that. He was that. so he was so was under the radar. It snagged him. Uh, yeah, that starts off with that 
It's a little bit of a vibration or a hum. I'm guessing it's that synth. And, and that's it's all a it does. Surprising turn to a uh, pretty, uh, pretty, pretty, pretty fast-paced song. I, I loved uh, Smith's guitar playing on this one. The second he sings "Strange Day," the guitar riff he goes on to just—it made me want to call Ian and ask him to teach me that. That's my brother, by the way. Ask him to teach me that that riff. Uh, it, he uh, he goes solo near the end. Just all the other sound cuts yeah. off, and he just yeah. just goes yeah. at it. It's not a terribly intricate piece of music, but the echo on his instrument in that part it it, it gave it, it gave me chills. Yeah. It, granted, it was about fifteen degrees outside when that happened, so that <laughs> might have had something to do with it. I did pick up. I'm terrible with lyrics. Did pick up on one of uh, blind dancing on a beach of stone. I just love the the imagery that that yeah, evoked. Yeah. Uh, this was, I, I I think this was actually a, a fairly long song, but I, I I really didn't notice it this time. I was kind of he he kind of had me yeah. on this. Wow. Uh, I was I was into it beginning yeah. to end. Uh, Graham, any any thoughts? So early in the album. Um, I kind of made a Doors comparison in my head because I thought, you know, Jim Morrison, his lyrics almost sound like poetry. Right. Yes. Sometimes. That is the argument of many a Doors fan. Sure, sure. And like they can kind of have a repetitive thing going. And this is called A Strange Day. Yeah. Don't the Doors have an album called Strange Day? Strange Day, yeah. Really? Yeah. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that was just kind of a note, like maybe yeah. that was an influence. Right, sure, I'm sure I'm it. sure he listened to the doors. Yeah. Um I I noted kind of interesting effects in the intro and the outro. Like that's kind of a common theme with all these songs. Right. Where it's like your ears kind of perk up, like, oh that's kind of a cool trick. Um you know, I'd said um I, I definitely noted that guitar solo. Yeah, same. Like I have, <laughs> I have guitar solo exclamation points. Yeah, and I like Robert Smith as a uh, musician. I like his melodies. He's not like a conventional guitarist that will like no do a lot of bends or anything. He's distinctive. Yeah, yeah. He's got a great sense of melody, great sense of tone. You know, he he um, he has his sound. Right. And I thought that was really cool. Um, you know, that was. This is probably one of the high points of the album for me. Um, again, kind of that, that same deal with just the repetitiveness. Um, not a lot of relief from it. Um, one thing I was going to note, though, um, you mentioned like the drum sound, the bass sound. There was a quote that was like, we um, recorded a lot of these songs in the toilets. <laughs> Can we come back to that yes. later? Because I've got uh, that. That definitely resonates with uh, my thoughts yeah. on one of our final two songs. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. All right. Go on. So I put this is perhaps the most boring song that I have encountered <laughs> thus far. Even with the guitar solo. I put nice guitar work though. It's so yeah. bad. Um, one odd thing I did notice is I didn't feel the tension that I had felt in every single song leading mm. up to this. It didn't have that same, like okay. it was just a song. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everything yeah. before that, I was like, oh my gosh, please resolve. Yeah. And yeah. with this, I didn't feel that. So that was a nice change of pace. But oddly enough, I said it was the most boring song, mm. which confuses myself even more. Cause I'm like, what did I really want? Sure. I got 
the tension relief and it was my least favorite song sure this was yeah this was a tough album because it was like <laughs> it had me all over the it place. was like man i'm halfway through it and i'm not digging it yeah honestly um it's still kind of interesting though sure like it, it there's a lot to say like it, it's, it's sure I, I would say if you're interested in like the history of you know music and genres yeah. right you've got to check it out it's a significant album yeah it's, yeah it's hard right. to deny but you know if you're uh gonna throw something in the car for the road oh, trip no. with the children no or anyone really yeah, yeah. this is a, this a is chance. alone in the dark yourself yeah. Not a i mean it would make a good like soundtrack for like a horror film or something like it's got a great like feeling and vibe it's yes. very distinctive yes but uh you're looking for the same feel for 45 minutes <laughs> yeah and that feels negativity sure this is your album. sure um cold Okay, um, you mentioned how you thought that, God, which song was it? Was it short-term effect or the hand? If you're about to talk about the tempo seemed a hair slower than it needed to be, I'd put that on this one, too. How was this song four and a half minutes long? I thought it was about 15. I think this song, I was like, like, it wanted to speed up, and it was just refusing not to. It, I and put it just killed me it, with being a hair slower than it felt it needed to be. I was like, just play faster just something yeah. like yeah. Just go and it would it would that, that i don't even know if it was tension or just my own frustration it was like, it was for the like love forcefully of, slowed yes down, like yeah more than it like they wound it back yeah. to like negative speed yeah. on the on the play like, let's time. play it at 0.9 yes so frustrating to listen just to, to hear off which I mean, is worse than like being in half speed. Was it like one instrument scene behind all the rest of them? No. Okay. To me, it was just like everything, like the drums and bass, and it was like, oh my gosh, this is like. Go faster! It's like artificially slower. Yeah. And it sounded like pr post production. Like It sounded just... in intentionally done. Yeah. yeah. And it just bothered me. Me too. So. Ditto. I was not really a fan of. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say like there's not a song on this record that I'm like I need to go back and listen to that because I loved it but I like this song like, I wrote okay exclamation mark and that was it well no <laughs> Come on. The, there was that really cool like bell effect going on with the with the uh, production, I don't know what that was, but kind of this chimey thing that would like flow in and out. It's like a big there was a weird sound, sound at the start yeah, too, yeah. which, which yeah. I, I definitely made note of. So, yeah, I, I mean, for me, it was like, oh, like finally cool some strings variety. Too. Yeah, yeah, cool strings, big synth, droning drums and bass. Yeah, yeah, um, and that's that string riff i think it's a synthesizer that's like right you know, string sound but it kind of weaves throughout the whole thing and it's mm -hmm. just strong to me i don't know it, it this was like my favorite or my second favorite song on the album cold cold man okay strong right. and cold and on that note we reach the finale self-time the right. title song pornography <laughs> um, I, a decent percussion to kick things off, uh, but to, on to Graham's comment that they were playing out of a toilet, I have written down weird echo like they're playing from the bottom of a well, and I that 
was wallowing. Yes, that was very, very distracting. Yeah. And then you just hit that weirdness at the end where it was first just, word and line is weird. Yep. Yep. And I, I'm not sure this is a, a compliment to call it that. <laughs> like it, it was just kind of. It felt like it, it, it kind of felt a little too artificial, like they were just making it weird to be weird. I, I didn't, uh, it, I, I just have okay written next to it for my uh, for my assessment of it because it was really, it just did not particularly move the needle yeah. for me. The, yeah. the lyrics did not particularly uh, ring in my ear. I, I really, when I think about this album, it, I don't think it'll be in the top three songs that come to mind. Honestly, I think yeah. I would listen to Siamese Twins, which I was not the biggest fan of before I would think about pornography. It was, I don't <laughs> Siamese know. Siamese Twins and pornography. Yeah, well, yeah. You know. I, I was, uh, I guess, underwhelmed is uh, my, my takeaway from the final song on this album. Travis, uh, any, any thoughts? I said weird vocal effects in the beginning, kind of to your point about toilets and wells. Yep. Um, Something weird I noticed with just the production, it built from like, so imagine you've got headphones on right here, like upper left. It was like the sound built from here and it spilled all over, mm. which I thought was really odd. But I mean, it was like evident enough to where I made a note about it. I put song builds from the upper left corner. Um, drums sounded like they were in an echoey room kind of to the point on the well. Yeah. Dark droning synth, guitar came in at two minutes, 50 seconds, harsh in every possible way, is what I put. And it just, I was hoping maybe this would be the redeeming track and it just kind of followed <laughs> oh, the theme of the whole album. So I mean, I'm disappointed you were. A plus for consistency, but <laughs> I, that's all I got on it. Man, I was so tired of this album by the time we got here <laughs> yeah. that I was... I was, made it all the way through. I was kind of pissed off <laughs> that they they started this with these... It's like a, a bunch of talking mm -hmm. from the studio. Any idea what that level, was? Any, any idea what that audio was? Could yeah. have been in the studio. I kind of hoped it was from like a porno. Honestly, I, I tried to find if that was true, but I Some I relation to the title. I don't know yeah. if there's any connection to the title ever. No. But may, maybe. Maybe in Britain there's a little difference in it. So. I, I, I would love to know where, where that audio came from. And by the Jeez. way, uh, the, the thing about recording in the toilet, <laughs> if my memory is correct, I think uh, British people call like a bathroom a toilet. Like no. the whole room is a toilet. Right. Yeah, the, the, toilet's loo, the, loo. the loo is the loo. Right. Toilet. So there wasn't like a guitar like inside the toilet. It yeah. was I more, mean, they could have emptied it out. It was know. more like, we recorded this in the toilet. Yeah. Um, I don't know. From 250 onward, it sounded like the guitar was in the toilet. Well, in every possible sense. You know, he, Robert Smith made some comment about like sitting on a toilet, like finishing <laughs> up the lyrics. Just a bleak setting, man. I'm, I'm glad he's, I'm glad he's out of it. He moved yeah. on to. Because I I love some of those other Cure yeah. albums that came after right. this. Was, this was a step that was necessary in their development. Sure. It um, just blows my mind that this is such a highly regarded yeah. album. And supposedly their best-selling album? 
I think I read that. Yeah. You think it has anything to do with the title name? I think that. Honestly, I think, I yeah. think the fact that the music. Because I think 1982. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a bold. Oh yeah. Album not title. not sure. in keeping. That's edgy. Sure. The 80s sure. was all about the crowd pleasing. It yeah. was all about poppy, right. all about, you know, radio friendly and yeah. I think too, like early, early 80s, that's like start of Iron Maiden too. That's like kind of crazy, mm -hmm. you know, like the album art and stuff. That's sure. when all that's starting to come out. Like, sure. Yep. And it, speaking of it's the album art, takes. I, I like the album art on this. Yep. I, I think it kind of represents what it is you know yeah. kind of creepy and dark yeah. Yeah. that actually might be my favorite part about the album the, album the art? art yeah fair enough yeah cool um overall thoughts on yeah. the album while you're talking go ahead man if you're a um historian of genres in particular rock music um 80s sub genres it's a box check yeah check check it out once um if, if it's your thing go with it um otherwise if you're trying to get into into the cure go with one of their later albums get uh, the head on the door or um is it called kiss me something like that it's got lips on the cover disintegration i don't know they got they got better as they went along skip it um not a fan not going to go back to it um what's your rating man i would give it a five out of ten you know I, I i don't i don't think it's garbage right um if it were it would be below five that's right. kind of my scale like it, it is what it is like at no point it leave it. was i like this is awful or this is right but like it's like i see what they're doing they're trying to represent right. like this feeling that's just not what i'm into these days right what did you guys think i the only reason i'm giving it a six out of ten is for its significance and the fact that it seemed like it was just a, a necessary step in that in that band's progression yeah. to, to create what well, y'all have to tell me is much more interesting and uh hopefully just uh enjoyable material uh i absolutely would not recommend this album uh even to someone who says that they they want to get into the cure uh i probably am not going back to it uh i can you know appreciate its significance and the you know the genre and the the kind of the little subcategory of music that it you know is believed to have spawned but uh this was this is kind of a, I, I was hoping that at, at the very least this thing would be interesting and I I gotta tell y'all I feel like I, I I really do I really feel like I was bored more often than sure. not listening to this album Ready and that's, maybe maybe that's just uh, that's just on me and just having wow. warped expectations but I, I feel like if you if you're making an album called pornography <laughs> the one thing you can't be is boring maybe that, they, that was just the ultimate irony it's like yeah. it's like what is something that people like immediately like i want to see that yeah it's not this no, it would, it it's would not. Say, this is yeah this was not uh this was a rough listen yeah rough listen uh yeah. i i i want to listen to other things that the cure did especially after hearing y'all talk about them but uh yeah. this was 
if, 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 I, if I had not, if I was not talking to y'all about this, I would have a very negative outlook on the sure. cure, and that's that's my thoughts. What about you, man? So, I overall said very dark and dismal. I mean, just <laughs> complete downer. Definitely a listen to by yourself <laughs> if you can. Um, In the toilet. The tension that was the standout element. I mean, it just. It never resolved. Yeah. And that just drove me bonkers. It yeah. just killed me. I I don't know. I, I like feel in a song. You know what I mean? I like yeah. groove. I like feel. And it just... Oh, it irritated me. You know? Yeah. I hate to say that, but it's it's the truth. Um, I liked the middle tracks, which I thought was odd. Yeah. You know? It... Typically, I feel like albums start strong, they kind of lull through the center, and then maybe they finish strong. And this was a complete opposite. <laughs> I was ready to turn it off in the beginning, but then it kind of picked me up a little, and then it just gave up again. Yeah. Um, regarding the name of the album, I think it's kind of interesting, because the album felt to me like it was going through the motions. Mm. And that's kind of what pornography seems to be. It's surface level, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's no nothing beyond that necessarily, and it's like, I mean, I, I feel like that's a complete slap in the face because it, it obviously he was going through a lot, you know what I mean? But it just kind of seemed like, yeah, you know, they were done with it all. Like it was yeah. just kind of a, we're just doing it to do it. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's interesting. Which, that's I. I don't, I don't know how they came up with the name. Sure. That's, I mean, that's the only tie that I can make to it. It just kind of seems like it was a going through the motions kind of deal for yeah. them. Um, I give it a 6 out of 10. Just because I feel like a lot was invested into it. Right. Like, especially from Robert Smith. Like, I feel like he poured everything out into it. Right. Um, and I think, too, just... Put it in the context of the time period maybe up until that point like that was something that was kind of new and maybe that's why it has such a big following is like sure there's nothing else like it at that time maybe it captured a lot of new listeners or it's just you know now that you've gone all the way through the discography you have so much better to choose from at that time you didn't though yeah yeah you know so yeah that's my spin on it there is something to be said that I mean, the music, like establishment music industry people hated it. And I feel like for the fans, that's just the ultimate rallying cry of like, you gotta, even if you don't like the album, yeah. if you're a fan of the band, you gotta. More about the movement than it was the gotta, gotta, music. Maybe, gotta, I don't know. Gotta step <laughs> up for your I didn't do you know, for your all that much research, so. Sure. Yeah. But yeah, it's a, uh, that's a no recommend for me. Did y'all catch uh, in the last song, he's, there was the lyric, um, something about finding the cure. So something yeah. find yeah. the cure. Yeah. I did not. I thought yeah. that was kind of funny, like a right. nod at themselves. I mean, uh, Winking and nod. I always got to kind of make note of when a band like references their names. Right. Like, oh, okay. yeah. Right. And uh, I, I was just thinking, like, is this like emotional, mental sickness? Like this whole album, like pornography, is this just some kind of and maybe right. the cure? Right. Like, like I, is this some kind of. <laughs> spin off on that i don't or... know why they called themselves the cure like right. i think it, it it there was a third word in the name i can't remember but it was like the 
blank pure and they changed it to the pure. I don't know why. It's a great name. It is. Yes. Yeah. Epic band name. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's all I've got. Well, Robert Smith played the cello at some point. Did he? Did that come up in these? I feel like I heard some kind of I strain. Think, I think he did it in uh, track eight and possibly seven. I could have sworn I heard it in cold. He did. Yeah, I, I put cool strings in throat. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, oh, yeah. You're good. But I, I, I made note of that. I was like, hey, I didn't know he did that. Yeah. That is like, cool. Where did he learn that? Yeah. Um, in the toilets. <laughs> That's right, man. His favorite place to hang out. <laughs> he told Jeff after that he lost every friend he had in the process of making this album. Yeah. Because he was just so, he was just wallowing in that, like, just that negative space. And if this is the album that that spawned and cost him those relationships... That's, that's that's tough, man. That's a, that's <laughs> that's a hard trade-off. That's a tough beat. I, I'm not. Yeah, I, hey, it was their most successful album. Is that what you said? Best-selling, possibly. I don't, so, know, I don't know how you track that, but I've read that. Selling, on I would think. Yeah, that's yeah, crazy. Ultimately. Hey, he he made it on to South Park. Man. <laughs> About 15 years later. Yeah. I would like to hear somebody that loves this album. Yeah. Like. I would just want to know why, right. what it is about it, or you know, no, not against it. It just I don't know the kill I would just be curious, me. like if there's you know something I'm missing, or you know, yeah, yeah. To me, it's like, I guess if you get it, you get it, or if it's yeah. your thing, right. it's your thing. But like, for me, it's like I don't think there's gonna be a point where I, I'm really like, oh, this is my album like I, I like changes in right. music yes i like some complexity right yes um i like a build negativity is yeah. fine in a song but sure. I, I, I need oh, yeah. i need balance yeah i love angry and hey Angry's the, the guy was yeah. 22 when he did this oh my gosh I mean, he, he he wrote some cool songs even before this i mean yeah. boys don't cry is a cool cure song that he probably wrote, wrote when he was like a teenager or 20 of course yeah that came before this yeah, one. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. If not before, like right after, but yeah. I think it was before. I think so. Yeah. So, uh, a necessary step in the cure history. Yep. I will definitely check it off my list. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have gone I've through listened it. To it. I yeah. have li I've listened to it twice now. Right. Big albums I, that you have to listen to. No need yeah. to revisit. Yeah. You know? You... Sure. Can't win them all. If you're still watching us, thank you so much. Uh, we are three different ones. Stefan, Graham, Travis. Uh, come back soon and we'll have a different album for you. Uh, fellas, anything you want to add? Like, subscribe, notifications. Yeah. Um, you know, send us uh, some free vinyl. <laughs> just, just not this one. No, no. <laughs> Another <laughs> Cure album. Yeah, send us Disintegration on vinyl. There That'd you be great. go. That'd be great. All right.